Paragimel Mishnah Yud. The last two Mishnahs in our parak, Yud Yudalf and Yud Beis, can actually be found in Mesechta Beitza as well. In Parag Beis, Mishnah Vav Zayin and Ches, exact same Mishnahs. And we'll be discussing the halachos of Yamtiv. And our Mishnah is going to focus on Rabbi Gamliel, who was a descendant of Hill Hazakin, and nevertheless he was a in three things like the opinion of Beishamai. Says the Mishnah, Shloy Shadvar, three things with regards to Yamtiv. Abogamil Machmer, Abogamil was stringent, Kedive Beishamai, like the opinion of Beishamai. Veilhim, and these are they. Number one, Ein Tomnen Esachamen Miyamtiv Shabbos. One cannot do Hatmana on Chamen, on a hot food, from Yamtiv to Shabbos. What does this mean? So, Mesechta Beitzel, we explain that Yamtiv Shechaliyot Erev Shabbos. And Yamtiv falls out on Erev Shabbos. So, Yamtiv falls out on a Friday. So, Lo Yavashla Adam Betchilam Yamtiv Shabbos. A person cannot cook now on Yamtiv for Shabbos. On Yantif, you're permitted to cook for Yantif, but you cannot prepare for the next day for Shabbos. Because Yantif is falling out on a Friday, one may want to cook today, which is Arab Shabbos for Shabbos, but he can't because it's Yantif. So what do you do? So Mavajal Yantif, you can cook for Yantif, and if, if him host, if you have leftovers, host the Shabbos, the leftovers can be for Shabbos, that's one option. And the second option is, is make a tashal, make a stew, may Arab Yantif. So make it, say, on Thursday. Because we said that Yom Tov fell out on Friday. So Erev Yom Tov, on Thursday, make a tafshel. Make it for Shabbos. So Thursday, you're cooking for Shabbos. Before Yom Tov even begins, you're cooking for Shabbos. The Sabbath of the Shabbos, you can rely on it for Shabbos. Meaning, Because you made this tafshel, this stew, on Thursday. So now, before Yom Tov even began on, on Friday. Now you can be somich on this tafshel and cook on Yom Tov for Shabbos. This is commonly known as Erev Tafshilin. Tafshilin Nick is called Erev Tafshilin, meaning we are going to be Ma'arv, we'll mix up before Yamtiv and Erev Yamtiv. Esa Tafshilin, we're mixing up the Tafshilin of Yamtiv and of Shabbos together. Romo, some we view them, Ketafshilin as one Tafshil, Shemechilin that we're preparing for Yamtiv. And this allows you now to cook on Yamtiv for Shabbos. So Thursday, you make the Tafshil, then comes Friday, which is Yamtiv, you can cook now on Yamtiv. For yourself, of course. And you, you could even cook now on Yantif for Shabbos because you made this Erev Tashilin before Yantif began. Now, how does the Erev Tashilin work? So there's a machlokas between Beishamah and Beishilal. Beishamah hold that in Oifen El Imkin Erev Pas. In Mavshilin, El Imkin Erev Tashil. In Tunin El Imkin El Imkin Hayuchamin Tumun Erev Yantif. Meaning, if you baked bread on Thursday before Yantif, so then on Friday you can bake bread for Shabbos. If you were you cook something on Thursday before Yom Tif, then on Friday on Yom Tif, you can cook for Shabbos. If you did Hatmana before uh, Yom Tif on Thursday, then you can do Hatmana on, uh, on Friday for Shabbos. Meaning, whatever manner you cooked or baked or did Hatmana, whatever, whatever manner you did to prepare food before Yom Tif began, so then you can follow that manner on Yom Tif for Shabbos. On Friday, where it's Yom Tif for Shabbos the next day. Base Hill says that no. Just use one top shell, and that one top shell will stretch for everything. Make your air of tafshilon out of bread, out of pas, and out of tafshil out of a stew. So you're baking, you're being, doing a fia, you're doing mavushi, you're cooking. And this will help for everything, meaning now it's permitted to bake, and to mavashil, to cook, and to do hatmana, any kind of form of. of Preparing your food would be permitted from Yom Tif on Shabbat to Shabbos, from Friday to Shabbos. We don't look at 
okay, what did you do? You cooked, you know, before Yom Tif, so now you can cook on Yom Tif for Shabbos. You baked before Yom Tif, now you can bake on Yom Tif for Shabbos. That's Beishamah's opinion. But he still says that, no, just put together uh, a fia and a tafshil, baking and cooking. Commonly nowadays we take an egg, which is cooked, and a matzah, which is baked, and we use that as our Erev Tafshilin, and then you prepare that on Thursday, Erev Yom Tif. Come Yom Tif on Friday, you can cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos, or bake, or to a tomato, or anything that you need. It goes for all manners of food prep. So Beis Hill is being more lenient than Beis Shammai. It all depends on what you're doing. According to Beishamai, our Erev Tashim would only help for bread and for, for cooking, for, for Bishel. It won't help for Hatamana. So this is the Machlok between Beishamai and Beishelel. Now the Bishel is coming to teach us that Rabbi Gamliel, he passed the to be strict like Beishamai. That on the smach of Erev Tafshil, when you're making the Erev Tafshil before Yom Tif, in order to allow you to cook on Yom Tif for Shabbos, so he passing like Beis the more strict approach, shall pass with Tafshil in Temen Nesacham and Yom Tif Shabbos, Alam Kin Hayu Lucham Tamunim Erev Yom Tif. So if you put together your Tafshil, then yes, you could do cooking. If you did your pas, you could do your baking. Uh, but if you did a Tafshil and your pas, it's not going to help for Atmana. You have to do a Atmana before Yom Tif as well to enable you to use that uh, manner of cooking. So Bogomil was going to pass, uh, he, he passed like Beishamai, like the more strict opinion. That's item number one. Item number two. Ve'en zaykvin esamanera biyomtiv. The more explains that we're talking about a menorah, like a lamp, a candelabra, shelchulios. It was, it was comprised of different sections. Shel parka that it became unassembled on yomtiv. And Beishamai hold that it's forbidden to be master the chulios to put these parts back together and to uh, create this menorah. Because it looks like Bona, and therefore it's forbidden. Whereas Bez Hill, hold on, no, that's not, there's, there's, there's no Binyan Bekalem, and Binyan Bekalem. So if your lamp falls apart and you want to put it back together, it's not a problem because there's no Binyan Bekalem. There's no such concept of Bona with utensils according to uh, Bez Hill. This is the second thing that Gamliel nevertheless went to be strict like Bez Shammai. And the third item is that in Ofen, one cannot bake on Yamtif Pitin Gritin. Pitin Gritin are these Kikaros Abos Gdos, big and thick loaves of bread. That one cannot bake on Yamtif El Rikikin. One can bake thin cakes, thin breads, because Bishami hold that you cannot bake uh, big and many breads on Yamtif. It's a Tirchetir, it's too much of a Tircha on Yamtif. Whereas Bishil Hill held a no. Ofen Pas Maruba, you could bake a lot of bread on Yamtif, it's not a problem. I, there's a big tircha. No, shahapas ne'efes yafek shatanim The bread bakes better when the oven is full of bread. And therefore, Basil permit it, despite the fact that there may be more of a tircha here. So this is the third item that Rebbe Gumliel, who was a descendant of Hilazakein, nevertheless paskened to be strict like Beishamai in these three items. And I'm Rebbe Gumliel, says Rebbe Gumliel, me mayan shall be in the days of my father. They didn't bake these pitan gritin. Elori Kikin, like what we just said here in the Mishnah, the strict approach of Beishamai. Kisiyulodavarav, as a proof to his, what he's saying, Rabbi Gamil is coming to testify that even in his father's house, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamil hazakin, hayu machmir, they're machmir, lo lafo, not to bake on yomtiv, these big loaves of bread, rather just the thin loaves. Amrulo, the chum respond, umanas, alabesavicha, you can't bring a proof from your father's house. Shayu machmir, alasma, they were machmir for themselves. But yet, umekil al Yisrael, they were leading for Klai Yisrael. Leos often pitin gritin v'chori. She'af apisha yimachmim, even though they were strict on, their, on themselves, they were lenient for others. She'mutil afas is permitted to bake on yamtif these big loaves of bread. 
and even chori. Chori is choros, gedolos, these like big uh, cookies, anafos that are baked, agabic chabat of coals. And the tirchasim rub, it's a big, big tircha, but they permit it. So granted, in his own house they were strict, but he permitted it for everybody else. So the Chams said, don't bring a raya from your father that they pass like Bisham with regards to the Rekikin, because they, they, they did it for themselves, they didn't do it for others. And Allah uh, follows like Beis Hillel in all uh, these three items, and not like Abraham Liel, who was going ahead and being strict like Bisham. And Mishnah Yeralev, after we learned the previous Mishnah, that Abraham Liel was Mahmer in three things like Bishamai. Our Mishnah is going to focus now on three things. Abraham Liel was lenient, the Cholik al and he argued on the Chachamim. Says the Mishnah, Afu, Abraham Liel, Amar, Shoshit, said three things to be lenient. Number one, Mechavdin bin Hamitos, one can sweep between the beds, meaning they were rugged to be hasive, to like have their Suda al Hamitos on these beds. The silver of Abraham Liel holds, Sheshmutzilatateyeth, permitted to sweep the crumbs from the food that fall between the beds. Because the Chachamim, they f- forbid, Asr, they forbid sweeping, uh, to sweep the house on Shabbos, and on Yom Tif, they forbid it. Lest you are Yashvigumus, you fill in the holes in the ground. In those days, the floor was just a dirt floor. When you're sweeping, you'd be uh, moving the dirt into the holes in the floor, and that's, that's Mashvigumus, you're filling up holes. It's Vareza Kabona, it's as if you're building. Therefore, the Chamsa is forbidden. However, Umil held, It's forbidden to sweep the whole house, yes. But between the beds, this is a small spot, and they're always sweeping there, so that there shouldn't be dust for those that are sitting down to eat. So we can assume safely there are no holes there, no holes in the ground. And therefore, Mutilatayasham is permitted to sweep over there for for the cover of the Sudas Yamtif or Sudas Shabbos, it would be permitted. Whereas the Chum held that no, they forbid even between the beds to sweep. Lest one go ahead and start sweeping the whole entire home. The second item that that Rabbi was lenient against the Chachamim, Umanichin Esamugmar BeYamtif. So they were knowing to Laniach um, Levona to light like spices. Levona is frankincense. Uh, was, this Levona would be, uh, they'd light this uh, type of summon on top of Gechon, on top of coals. To provide a pleasant smell for those that are eating in the home. So, this smoke from this that comes up from the coals, it's called Mugmar. And Ramliel permitted to do this even on Yamtif. There is a, meaning you can't do it on Shabbos, you can't light a fire on Shabbos. But in Yamtif, it's permitted. Why? Because there's a nut to your body as well. It's that guf. nefesh. You put this in the same category as oichel nefesh. It's like it's permitted to cook on Yamtif or bake on Yamtif. You can light this besamim. You're not eating the besamim, but it's part of your oichel nefesh. Shemutu biyamtif be permitted on Yamtif because it's, it's, it's hana for your body. Therefore, he, he permitted it. However, the Chalm held that no. Also, it's forbidden to put mugma on Yamtif. It's not for everyone. It's only for the rich people, people that are very, very uh, picky. But it's not something which is going to be used by everybody. And therefore they said that Mugmur would be forbidden to light on Yom Tif. And the third item, Gedi Mekulas is a Gedi, a goat, that's totally roasted. Its head with its Krav, Val Kirbai, uh, the head with its its legs and its inner organs, the whole thing roasted, and then the intestines would be 
Tluyon lo chutzlo would be hanging from outside the animal. Like they would roast the carbon pesach in Yerushalayim. And Rabbi Gumil holds, you could roast this Gedimakulas, the night of Pesach, even nowadays, there's no base of Mikdash. Zecher is a Zecher for the carbon Pesach. Chamsa, then now it's forbidden. Why? It appears as if one's eating kachim outside the base of Mikdash, and that's forbidden. So in these three things, we're going to be always lenient, and the Chamim were strict.